yeah, so always just rotate around the different interviews. That's cool, though. Different perspectives, like, and then no one kind of overrides yeah. each other. That's cool, though. I like it that way. Yeah, and we always find if you sit five dudes in a room and just gets <laughs> it gets out of control, especially online. Like, yeah, we've seen well, especially like if you put anyone on a camera as well, then it's <laughs> five people yeah, trying it, to be a clown. Uh, yeah, I find it's pretty chill if you like face to face. You know, like because then you can kind of see and everyone can kind of cue each other in to like like speak. But if you're doing it like this or like a online thing yeah all the all the social cues are there to be like okay cool. yeah, yeah. now i need to talk you guys send through your your epk by email i've been sitting and going through it and good god your guys online presence is on point how like, are those graphics the, the, the website the the youtube channel the facebook page everything that i've seen is just got such an air of like professionalism to it it's it's absolutely fantastic Thanks, thank uh, you so much, yeah. John. So, actually, due to uh, uh, Peter, he uh, he's uh, amazing with that. He's our what... main designer, videographer, leader, captain, king, all of the above. <laughs> You're all for one kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, no, without him, I don't think we would be anywhere at all. <laughs> you guys, to the best Good of my job. knowledge, have been around for... A- a while at least i think i've known of you for at least like the last three to four years like how long has peasant been going she said i'd have to check on our own social media we're like the uh yeah like the the newest newest members in the band like um i think i've been a positive part of peasant for just over two years now and graham's um maybe about three or four mm-hmm. now yeah, i was the first member that got swapped out well swapped in should i say <laughs> that's cool though. like it's still it's also like a new perspective also it gives like insight to like the direction that the band went and you know all these sort of things so just to give you guys context we, we're, we've jumped straight into this this whole thing uh, uh, is just a, a conversation about your music you guys as individuals and just your experiences you know, we just have a chat about everything really and just wherever it goes it goes so yeah we yeah. we're already recording just so that you have yeah. that, <laughs> oh, that, so that, that 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 flag just so you know in case you've said something and you're like oh fuck recording icon i'm like okay yes this is good to go <laughs> it's live so guys just in- introduce yourselves and what you do in the band uh, I do vocals, vocals and peasant, and um, usually I help out with a lot of the, the songwriting lyrics and stuff like that. And uh, uh, Peter and I would always um, discuss uh, the way that uh, we the, the album's theme or like ideas would go towards. So um, I help a lot of uh, putting the direction where where our releases will like uh, kind of guide us towards. So that's a, that's a lot of what I what I input. But um, yeah, otherwise just screaming and looking angry on stage. And I am Graham. I'm Graham the drummer. Um, I'm in charge of keeping everyone in time and in check. Probably the the, the least serious in terms of like demeanor, the, the clown in the band. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have much more much more of a role other than just being the tight one, you know? Smacking them drum skins. Yeah, hitting as hard as I can, I guess. That's cool because your your guys' music it definitely has an impact. So you guys are a hardcore band from Cape Town, unless I've misread horrifically. And <laughs> so a hardcore band from Cape Town, and your music hits hard. It is it's just straight up in your face. It's it's right up in there. And is that just the general the heart, the direction of it is just to be as upfront as possible. Tell me a bit more about the, the music itself. You you mentioned also earlier about like member changes, etc., and and how that's affected and changed stuff. Like it's quite it's quite cool to go back to the beginning and check the progression of our sound even over the years from where it was to where it is now. I think it started more hardcoreish and now it's got more metallic influence to it. So it's definitely had like a lot of. Uh, changes and but now with the lineup that we have i think we've we've found a more uh, peasant sound yeah it's like um a lot of the a lot of the music was um in my, my, my personal opinion is uh, definitely inspired by um a whole you know genre of hardcore but um also a little bit of d beats you know mixing a bit of the the, the slayer the old school thrash and the death but keeping it mostly hardcore which i think is like shaped our sound very much to what Graham was saying like the peasant sound like uh, it's a very unique uh, style of songwriting that Peter has uh, guided the band towards but um, the the new stuff is definitely 
I want to say modern, a bit more modern take on, but I'll say more modern influences on the uh, on that sound. So it's like it's still we're still driving towards that peasant sound, but a a lot more hard hitting metallic hardcore type of aggression to it. So yeah, I think the I think the new stuff is gonna be a, a big combination of uh, what we're going towards and what we've already done, which we're really 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 excited for right now. The, the the new stuff you're talking about is the EP that's coming out on May 28th. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Are you like are you guys stoked about this? Uh, has it just yeah. it's been something that's been in the works for a while, and you're just really hyped to get it out there? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. We've been sitting on it for a while now. And we're just like so so eager to release it. You know, it's like uh, yeah, it's 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 really really uh, really really awesome for us to um, finally put all this effort into it because we really went like focused on less songs, but like a lot more production and a lot more. You know, quality. resources going into your quality. Yeah, yeah. So we're really, really excited to, to get it out there ASAP. You check all the older stuff and then you see how each one we've tried to step up the recording to the next level. I mean, it started very basic and we um, just like improved everything that we could every time we went into the studio, which is rad. I was listening to the stuff on Spotify on my drive to work and my drive home. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Then I listened to Crack the Bell or crack of the bell when I got home and yeah, just that it's everything is just a solid level up. It just, it's, I mean, the stuff on Spotify is fantastic. I enjoyed it thoroughly, but then crack of the bell is just that clear step up where you exactly what you said, you can see that taking up that quality and just taking everything a step further. It's absolutely brutal. How long have you guys been working on this? Hmm, I'd have to say, we I mean, we had um, some of the tracks um, was, we, we did an EU tour uh, a while back and kind of before and after that we were working on on songs with uh, the release of the unrest eternal but um a little bit after that we 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 had some songs recorded and we started like defining them so i'd say it's almost uh almost uh, two years now that we sit with some of the tracks but um a year ago we found out some of the last ones so we had a whole was usually what we do is we get a whole bunch of songs and we're like okay we got to pick now, you know, which is the hardest part. I think any band has to, has to go through. <laughs> if you're, if you're a musician, you single out three oh. tracks and be like, okay, we're only going to do these ones. Then decide to take it from there. And yeah, I'll say maybe like a year or two years from now that we've been sitting on some of the songs, but uh, only really started working, uh, like finalizing them recently. It's still a lot, uh, like a lot of planning and a lot more in advance that a lot of bands do, particularly South African bands. Because majority of the bands I know, it's cool. We're going to studio, and this is releasing as soon as it's done. Like, <laughs> there's yeah. very little like thought and planning into it. Like, you know, like you'll have the bands who do their their like the EP launch and A, B, and C and whatnot. But the the level of planning that you guys have put out, the level or the amount of time that this has been in the works, is actually crazy. Yeah, I think there's always like goals in place, so you want to always, I mean, yeah, take it a step up and plan it to that level of details that you get the desired result i mean if you want to if you want to reach for the stars you gotta plan to reach for the stars <laughs> I, I think that's a lot of the mindset that we um you know that um i think older bands take on it's like you do those first few releases and you're like okay cool but now you know if we're going to carry on doing it you know it takes time and resources and we're not getting any younger so it's like <laughs> yeah. you gotta like get into the mindset of stepping it up like as much as you can or just kind of backing out you know and uh, i think we're in the 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 go time mode that's cool. Yeah, like I think you... also with COVID and the pandemic and stuff, obviously there's no shows. So like the focus is now on, okay, cool. We've got material. Let's, let's do stuff with it. I mean, we're already working on the next stuff and the next stuff and the next stuff. So we're always like in go mode all the time now. <laughs> no, but that's cool. That's great though. To just have, you know, to keep working. Cause I know a lot of bands who have given up in this kind of time or just kind of waiting for it to blow over instead of making do with what they've got or doing mm what they can and you guys are clearly doing what you can in the space of time and that makes all the difference it's brought up a few challenges i mean um we were used to playing shows and you know you get a bit of cash here and there from shows and now all of a sudden everything's kind of like there's nothing so now it's all out of our own um like pockets (laughs) and it's it's changed the the dynamic of how we're able to do stuff now um yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been tough on on all the bands with with everything happening. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's something that we we're, we're just trying to you know 
not like completely let us hold us back is uh, you know just putting all into it and uh, yeah th- thank you so much for letting us know that it's showing <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like we're doing something right so i really appreciate that <laughs> amazing when people are noticing yeah like I'm, I'm, I'm the resident fanboy of the the local the music scene. I'm just I'm stoked about everything. I don't don't let that take away from it though. It's just like yeah. Where, credit where credit is due. Like the effort is clearly there, and it's it's fantastic. More more sure. guys need to take steps in those directions. I mean, it's not easy for everyone, and you guys have clearly said that there were challenges, but it's definitely yeah. a step. It's something that would have to be done, and I can definitely appreciate the effort that was put into it. Yeah, what we also Thanks. did was we um, we got our own little like studio now. So we found a space. I mean, we searched for quite a while. Uh, we all put our heads together and looked for spots. And we found a place that we've now called like the Peasant Studio. And yeah, it just gives us more freedom to rehearse the stuff, work on new things. Um, even for myself as the, the drummer, like I've never really had like a practice spot or place to practice. And it's, it makes stuff a lot easier to progress and and get to that uh, goal that you set out. Uh, that's one thing I could um, definitely um, recommend to to guys trying to start up a band, or that's been like you know, going for going for a while that don't have their own practice place. They're kind of like renting out a place with other bands and things like that. Is to kind of like for end goal, get your own place because you know we we get to sit down and have meetings and speak about serious stuff. We're necessarily not even jamming when we can't jam, so it's like. Uh, it's a good, you know, meditative space to plan and do things and stuff like that. I think it's very important for for band We'll be right back. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to yeah. oh, yeah. try get them on there. Yeah. We all artists, man. We go you feel me? We gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. This I ain't gonna lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I ain't gonna don't lie. Play don't it, play with it. No. Take that shit seriously. No, definitely. It, it definitely makes a lot of sense in, in terms of having that space that's designated for it. I mean, if you're, like you're saying, if you're renting out, we're sharing a space with other bands, there's distractions, there's always something. Whereas if it's that dedicated space, when you get there, you're in the mindset of this is peasant time. Let's, yeah. let's focus on this. It's quite it often we use like the shared spaces and you go and there's other bands jamming and then take a break and all of a sudden it's an hour conversation and chats and catch-ups and you kind of lose sight of what you were there for in the first place <laughs> i mean it's, i miss i miss chatting with and getting catching up with those yeah. and stuff, which was you know which was really cool as well but I mean, yeah it does you know. lack that social aspect completely so. <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's been 2020 and 2021 in a nutshell pretty much yeah. is social non-existence basically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sucks man we miss shows we miss being on stage we miss just everything about it lights loud music headaches ears ringing like <laughs> a little bruise here and there uh, it's definitely it's definitely something that you that it, it becomes a how do i say it, like a, a pinnacle or like a, a pivotal part of your life is just having that that moment of release like performing is yeah. like nothing else and a, a lot of bands will resonate with that that not being able to perform it definitely takes its toll on an artist. Like, how has it affected you guys individually? Like, how? When was the last time you guys actually played a show? <laughs> well, the last, the last show we played was the biggest show I think Peasants ever played was um, with the Black Dahlia at uh, Ramfest, and um, that was that was extremely amazing to to be on a big stage like that and um, you know jam with good sound. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with a band like Black Dahlia, it's good. crazy. Yeah, the the most amazing thing about it was like, uh, you know, for me it was like really nervous before getting on stage, but once you're there, you know, and it it just feels right, and uh, yeah, it's something that um, you can never you can never take away from someone, you know. It's it's extremely amazing feeling, and, and um, just the matter of fact of seeing uh, Black Dahlia, we're like the only country that's ever seen Black Dahlia play their new album Verminous live, which is also a pretty cool thing. But yeah, that was that was pretty much our last show. 
Yeah, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, COVID hit <clears throat> not long. Well, COVID had hit, but the the first wave of restrictions was not long after that show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah there was like, wars so being canceled. Pretty much like so. right after that, everything was cancelled. Everything was shut down. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were so lucky that we got away with that. I mean, obviously that it started just before that, and there were a lot of murmurs and cases starting to break out. But like people weren't too worried. They're like, what is this pandemic thing that's being mentioned? No, it hadn't hit home and yet. And then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, I mean, I think that was about the 13th or 14th of March, and then we went full lockdown on the 27th. So it was, it was, uh, it was looming. <laughs> I think like a really funny story of that time when we, when we were actually playing that story, uh, that uh, that show um, at Ramfest, where um, you know the COVID was just about ahead and all that stuff. And um, uh, one of us made a comment on stage where we were just like, "Yeah, you know, uh, you know, things are going to get hectic. You know, support the bands with merch and stuff like that. We're not going to really be able to do this anymore." And some of the people were like, oh, what the hell? You know, they took that like negatively. And like now it's a thing. Like people are buying. Like, little little did like, you know the truth in your own words. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like people, people are like, oh man, they're mocking it. And then like after that, it the was prophecy like. prophecy you know, has been fulfilled. <laughs> it was, a, you know, shit hit the fan. It was like, fuck. <laughs> I also have a funny story regarding this is that uh, like a Facebook memory came up. And 2019 yeah. was rough for me. And yeah. I'd put up this post saying, I would like to have 2020 drop its pants and show me the shaft I'm dealing with <laughs> before I, I challenge it. And like, <laughs> you asked for it. Look what happened. <laughs> like, and and this came up it. as a memory a year later. And I was like, well, this is fucking poetic. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh shit, the time. <laughs> At least I didn't okay, plan I just, too far in advance. <laughs> I just broke my chair. I don't know if you heard that massive crack. <laughs> the crack of the bell. It is now broken. Crack of the chair. <laughs> By the crack of the chair. Uh, I, I wanted to just touch on something. You mentioned doing an EU tour. An EU tour. Like, tell me a bit more about that. So you guys, is how often do you, or how often did you guys play outside of the country? Like that's a, like a big dream for a lot of like local bands. And, you know, like what was that experience like for you guys? Um unforgettable like <laughs> uh after being there all we can think about is like cool like it would be super rad to go back and do those things like for i mean for myself like i haven't really been outside of sa i mean i did as a kid but i didn't you don't appreciate as much when you're growing up i mean i was like maybe nine and i wanted to get pokemon cards and computer games you know now it's like oh i'm seeing all these places that i've um like seen in movies or whatever and now all of a sudden like i'm here and it was just amazing. Like we, it was about 12 shows that we jammed in about 13 or 14 days. So it was a lot of hard work, a lot of, um, we were lucky enough to have like a tour van and it fit all the gear, all of us in. And it was a lot of packing and unpacking like a million times a day, <laughs> but so, so worth it. It was so fun. The dudes that we toured with uh, from Prescription Death, like a, a Swedish. I've seen Prescription uh, Death actually. Uh, Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw them here in Durban actually like I those love. guys are crazy wild but crazy cool <laughs> Dude, so the swedish swedish people are some of the funniest people i've ever met in my life man oh my god they're amazing so dry i, I remember Dude, they, like, <laughs> funny. The, they have like the best humor in the world i was gonna say did you see godmother as well like another other swedish band that came down no no i didn't i don't I, it, if they didn't mm. if they came to durban no they also they put on an absolute spectacle when they were here like after seeing them we're like holy crap like shit's popping off on that side we need to we need to scope europe out and see what's going on that side but uh, yeah touching back on the 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 the, the euro tour thing as, as a band it was amazing you know like we uh we, we learned a lot uh, i think i mean being on tour in general in in europe is like such a good like uh, like you know good to seeing that out to that side of the world is amazing but uh also meeting people and like people there are like like already really amazing and uh you know making making connections and things like that you have to you know you have to because you know, a lot of bands that side that are like kind of like bigger they, they get that opportunity well at the time when it went towards uh, and things were still a thing which i'm sure there will be in the future but obviously because of times now whatever but um they 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 get to you know meet people in that in that scene and jam those 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 big shows all the time but or at least grind to the point where they can and then for for a local band to try and do that, it's it's really tough. So I mean, just getting your foot in the door was the the coolest experience ever. So um, yeah, we definitely we definitely want to try and uh, get out that side again. 
do it's so sick that it's small enough to just drive around i mean it was like four hours drive six hours drives and all of a sudden you're in another country so it's like you get to tour five or six different places all within like a, a short drive of each other i can't i can only imagine what experience that must have been i just want to touch on the fact that you said you played 12 shows over 13 days i think it was something i like got the one show that got cancelled some something bombed out of the promoter or the actual show just wasn't booked or something happened but that was the best day because we got the day off it was in prague as well so oh we got to walk God. around prague and have the most amazing day just absorbing everything because the problem is obviously you you're playing a show you wake up you pack the stuff and it's on to the next place don't really get to absorb where you are and you don't get to like look around and like oh my gosh i'm in europe and all these different places and and then that day it was just like amazing we got to just chill relax absorb scope out the scenery and yeah that was great i'm just like i'm absolutely mind blown by the fact of that many shows in that space like a lot of bands don't get to do that within the space of a month so I'm just thinking of that consecutive, like at one at one point, you guys must have just been able to set yourself up in your sleep and just like <laughs> well, walk me through yeah, the requirements to actually that what was expected of you guys as a band, just for anyone who might be listening, who is like, this is their goal. This is something they're preparing themselves for. Like any, what, walk me through that. What would you guys give as advice to any artist who would potentially be doing that? I think the luckiest thing was that we didn't have any lazy dudes on the tour because there was nine of us. So there's five in prison and four in prescription death. And everyone just worked as a unit. After the first like two or three days of learning how to pack the van, like Tetris game, it just became like the smooth, fluid uh, movement. We'd rock up at the venue. Everyone would know what to take out, stack it, go park the car, set up. I mean, it's rad. I mean, you have so many would i mean there's two drummers so we can each help set up the stuff and it goes so quick and then all the guitars putting all this stuff and yeah i mean everyone just chipped in and did this stuff without needing to say anything it just kind of happened which was pretty rad so if you do have lazy people that's gonna suck because some people will do more work than others but uh yeah it, it was also really cool as i say having that van without that van things would have been a bit uh, trickier because there's so much space for everything inside there i mean it was all of our gear plus all of our sleeping stuff and touring bags and yeah and it was um definitely it, it, it's like but you have to i haven't been that fit in my life to to ever do that <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like jamming the on top of jamming the show you're taking your gear into the venue and then packing it down then generally packing it back into your sleeping place and the next day packing it into the van and then doing that again for like 12 days straight <laughs> and um I, I have to say it was it was really enjoyable it was it doesn't sound enjoyable but it was because it's like you know when you when you when you get into that, that mindset of like this is what you you know if, if you had the opportunity to do, to do this for the rest of your life as a profession you know you it, this it has to feel good you know you have to love what you do and um out of it was it was really good you know it just it just felt like really good going from place to place and uh, working that hard to uh you know get your music out there and, and, and jam to to people it was it was good it's the only enjoyable physical exercise i've ever done in my life <laughs> yeah, i can say that again <laughs> that I mean, is it is it takes, most a, it takes a big line. toll on your body <laughs> yeah it takes a huge toll on your body i mean yeah you can see them about the vocals oh yeah oh, your vocals yeah that's that's one thing i'd have to i would say like every vocalist has the way of um dealing with you know um a strain on your on your voice because uh after the the third or fourth show you know doing extreme vocals it, it takes a big toll my main trick i'd say was green tea and honey that like really helped me out with my with the recovery of my throat because i was trying like lozenges and trying all these things and stuff like that but it wasn't really working with green tea and honey really worked but um yeah you gotta kind of like pace yourself if you don't if you don't if you go all out in the first few days it's you're gonna have a bad time and yeah that's something that i that i really got to work on but um you know, it's it's cool to go through that experience and then learn. Yeah, yeah like a big thing is a big one now. Yeah, like 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 a big fun thing for me is like, um, you know, I, I think it's so tough on a band um, when a live performance gets released and the vocalist is having a shit performance because some people look at that performance and then they judge the vocalist just on that show alone, and it's like, oh, the dude's vocals are shit, but it's like. I would say like 80 to 70% of the time, it's not really the case. It's like those guys have been touring, you know, like week long tours and that, that vocalist has been going 
through like so much training his voice that you can't just take one one performance and just say like yeah that's that's how he sings live it's 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 really tough because like there, there was some live footage that i look back at on the on the tour and i look at the <laughs> the, the way i was singing and so one, <laughs> one part of the song and i'm like oh my fucking god man that looks that was horrible <laughs> There's and, so many factors um, to in- include into that, not just you know mm-hmm. the the fact that they've they met. This may be their like sixth show this week. There's mm-hmm. other factors like how the sound was that day, the the venue itself, like and what type of recording was listened to as well. When wherever you go, you get what you get. You don't know like we obviously don't know the venues there, we don't know the sound, we don't know organize anything. Like yeah, we obviously blessed. We know the people that are here, and we're like cool. This will work for this show. This will work. Blah blah blah. But there you just toy with whatever you've got there you know yeah but pacing yourself is a big thing i mean it's quite easy to, as audrey says you you burn out if you if you don't do that i mean it's quite easy to want to party every night and but you actually got to kind of like hold back and be like okay well if we don't get enough sleep tomorrow's gonna suck <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's physically taxing on your body i mean i struggled with like lower back issues half the time because it's i mean you're lifting stuff the whole time then you're still performing your heart out when you play so it's training for sure. And we, we did realize we're not that fit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely fit after that tour though, Jeez. Yeah, when it came back, it was feeling good. And now everyone's sitting on the bums during the pandemic. And now I'm back to like super unfit. This is the worst. A lifetime time of exercise compromised, like compressed into fucking two weeks. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> that's it. I've I mean, met my check- quota. <laughs> in south africa we used to like driving around and stuff and there you're just walking everywhere so you check your fitness apps or whatever you got going and you're like wow sixteen thousand steps in a day i don't do this back home every day it was good it was fresh air exercise like clean air it was nice yeah europe is amazing man such a revitalizing (laughs) now with the the whole with the EP, the new EP coming up, how many tracks? I think you mentioned that there are three tracks on this EP, or did I miss here? Yeah, it's three, three bangers. We made yep. sure that it was uh, the best of the of the best. No, I'm I'm so stoked for it. You guys, so are you going to be doing a like an album launch? Hopefully, by that point, we'll be able to play a bit more shows. Hmm, it's really really tough to say. Um, I know, I think, I, 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 know, I think you're really. Planned. In my opinion, I'd, I'd, I'd really like to, but I also don't want to do something that's like not worth it, you know? Like, I'd rather wait for things to settle to the point where, you know, we can do kind of do normal shows again, you know, like doing like a 50 person show for, for like a, you know, which is, which is, can be a cool turnout on a normal night, not a, but you know, for not for like something big, you know, if you want to, if you want to do like something like, like album launch or something like that, you know, you have to, it has to be cool, it has to be done right. And I think you know to these these days it's it's a bit difficult to achieve that. Like I think the the dust stores to settle a bit. No, understandable, understandable. Now, are you guys going to stick to the 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 quality like short EPs, or are you also going to look at doing like an album? Are you going to like diversify that, or are you going to stick to this for now? I think I think it's a very difficult um, choice to make because um, you know, like I think I think I wouldn't say people's uh, attentions attention spans for um you know good quality music coming or, or like just music in general coming out from people from new releases are are, are shorter but just maybe more directed so it's like if, if you're going to release something you know listen to a whole album straight compared to listening to a single and then you know moving to, on to another band if you whether you like it or not it's, it's very difficult to find the balance between that so like i, I think we, we would we dig to do an album but like i think i think we're happy with focusing on uh quality in um more more concentrated tracks for now and then maybe you know if things go well then doing a full album after that but for now i think the format that we, we're using is uh, is best suited for the times and for what we're what we're doing so maybe in the future but we haven't really like um fully fully uh, resource wise it's always quite a tricky thing because mm. i mean when as i said when you're playing shows you're selling merch you're doing all those things when there's that social aspect, like you kind of get money into the project and you're able to, to, to spend a bit more and put more into it. Now, all of a sudden, everything's out of our pockets and it's been draining. So we're a bit like, okay, this is costing now to be in the band. I mean, obviously, you, in our own capacity, you're always maintaining your own gear and buying your own stuff. And now, all of a sudden, you're putting into all the recording stuff 
and into the merch stuff and this and that and it's like it adds up so it is quite tricky to have all the funds for like a full length album <laughs> and like you want to have it that top-notch quality you don't want to dip and sacrifice any of that so I mean, the shorter stuff is a lot better in that respect but i think also as audrey said like people's attention span well not necessarily attention span but like people want that instant gratification these days Mm. they want it now they want it instant they want it you know yeah it's like it's like i'd rather like for for me the way like i've been mainly listening to music lately is like it's you 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 find a new band you listen to like two or three of their main songs and then you're already on to the next thing so it's like um, if i really like them i'll save this stuff and listen to it later but it's so difficult to capture that person or a new person's attention when they listen to your music for the first time and to keep it you know yeah, no, I was going to say there's, there's always like this fillers on like a full length. So now mm. we get to focus on just having those straight up bangers. And instead of mm. like writing a full length of the, a year or two and then like there's gaps in between everything, rather just consistently every six to 12 months, just release like your best, you know? Do, do you guys think that the, the, the shorter attention span, that the, the instant gratification thing is a bad thing? Do you think it's a, a, like having a negative impact on the, the community or the music scene in general? um i I don't i don't really think so like um i mean i'm guilty of it as well you know if i'm listening to a lot of new music (laughs) i listen to i listen listen to the bands like stuff for like like here and there and then i'll move on to the next thing you know because there's so much it's like if you if you i'm on soundcloud a lot of the time and um i'm very into like like trap metal um hip-hop you know stuff that, that that i find and there's so much music it is like mind-blowing how much people are releasing daily and to like listen to one person's song and then go through the whole thing and move on to the next person it's it's impossible it's like it's literally impossible and uh yeah, it's like overwhelming to, there's so much stuff and you don't have enough time to get through too much it. information but i think with with a lot of things these days oh it's, it's not <laughs> only just music but i mean being able to um, take that song, move on to the next, and then come back to it. If it was really that good, oh, you go back to it, and then you listen to all this shit. You know, that's like. So I think it's just that when you can get that first moment, then you know, then and that can stick. I think that's the more important to focus on than uh, releasing some. You know, like releasing ten tracks, and then you know you're not happy with all the quality of the tracks. You know, like what Graham was describing, resource wise, like rather put like a lot of effort into this concentrated part of it and then releasing i mean if you if you can release something amazing and still do an album that's that's you know really really rad you know for i think for for most local musicians it's not not easy no yeah, i think you got to hit them hard and keep coming back and hitting hard and hard every time <laughs> mm-hmm. no that makes 100 percent sense though like it's, it's interesting to get different perspectives of this because i, I spoke to a band recently who their 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 thoughts on that instant gratification they, they believe that it was yeah, like uh, killing the, the music community that they, it was killing that whole thing and that there's so many varied opinions Possibly, of it yeah. i think it it, it just it, it's so much it depends so heavily on your outlook and how you yeah. and how you consume media yourself I mean, if you're the type of person who would rather take in something more full length and whatnot or if you're the person who it was like instant gratification this song hit me in the face fuck yes next song you know it's like mm. people are different that kind of thing i think if you have a balance of both you know you take both perspectives into account you might actually find a nice middle ground there in a case it's a both sort of markets no no definitely and i think that's that's a that's a cool thing i mean if you if you could do both it's it's cool it's uh, because you know it's, it's like i mean i'm a I'm a sucker for for music genres, but I think I think m- most passionate musicians are. So you know, it's, it's like you're listening to not only just metal and hardcore and things like that. You're listening to lo-fi. You're listening to, you know, hip hop. You're listening to anything you can think of uh, that you that you're really passionate about. Um, even ambient music and fantasy stuff, whatever. And you know, you want to absorb everything in one go because you know <laughs> everything is. You can find some of cool shit, but it's like it's it's not possible. You know, sounds, so sounds like information overload. Like it's. It's yeah, just, finding that finding that yeah finding the balance between everything is like so important and uh oh yeah I, I definitely wouldn't say it's not killing i mean it's it's unavoidable like the music is so in technology is such in such a hyperdrive mode at the moment you know there's millions of people making musicians and you know putting it out there everywhere it's 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 unavoidable one like, just has to adapt to that change i mean i'm not saying yeah. that we specifically looking at this and be, oh let's adapt to what's going on we're just yeah. doing our thing <laughs> mm. but um I mean, it is obviously something to consider every time you are 
I mean, it is gradual. Like, it's a, if you if you look at what was required of you like six years ago versus what is now, it hasn't just suddenly changed. It's been a gradual. It's been it has been mm. a gradual change. Sure, some things shifted dramatically quickly, but the overall change has been quite gradual, and will continue to do so. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting, specifically the days before like social media when as a kid going to shows and stuff your thing was finding a flyer and seeing this epic lineup and you're like i want to go to these shows i want to see these bands who are these dudes you couldn't like just go google them and go like check out who they are no you had to go to the show you had to go check who they were and it was just like i don't know something about it that was just so magical now everything's so accessible that it's just like you know you can click a few buttons and okay this is happening there that's happening there speaking about how media is consumed and these sort of things is what what would you guys like to see be improved in the south african music scene what do you think needs to happen in order to just build up that infrastructure to have it a bit more stable for the artists within it there's a very difficult uh, (laughs) question Because like obviously when you when you're doing your own thing and you're trying to build up your own presence and stuff, you don't think about what would generally make it better for everyone. Like it's the last thing that I think about. Yeah, I know. I think um, I think a lot of bands, uh, local bands, especially metal, metal and hardcore bands or alternative bands in our country, are extremely talented and um, have the have the potential to to make quality quality products and are making quality products. I guess it's, it's it's very difficult because every genre of music is different. So the way of marketing and uh, releasing your music is sometimes vastly different. I think we also know, know here in South Africa, there's like a cap on how many people listen to metal and how many you're going to reach. Oh. And because there's so many I, different subgenres, how are you going to convince all of them that your music is cool? <laughs> I, I think the main thing is to 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 the, like kind of think about if you want to focus on local promotion and local marketing on your music more or if the end goal is to make something stick overseas and international i think finding the balance between that is what makes a band uh, successful in the long run and that's something that uh, you know determines um you know whether whether it will go further or not for for themselves so um yeah i know that's the that's the best thing i could uh, I could say is bad should should really think about not really necessarily improve but like you know determine in the long run what the what you need want to want to achieve no it's definitely a good way of looking at it yeah without uh yeah definitely that's that's the most thing I, the, the, the main thing i could think of is uh i mean that's how, how we would we kind of kind of view it in the in in the end i know graham what do you think yeah yeah i mean like we've obviously got a specific target audience here and once you feel like you've reached the maximum capacity like you obviously want to try and reach more so in that way, like we're always trying to search, okay, what's the next avenue, where to go from here? So I don't know, like for the rest of South Africa, like what would be good? Because uh, it's tricky. There's, there's so many different things one can do to get your stuff out there. And it depends if you're thinking only locally or if you're thinking like I want to get, I mean, yeah, if we want to go back to Europe, we're going to have to target those areas that we can go back and be like, hey, we're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I mean i appreciate and, and love everyone that's followed our music so far and the bands that we played with i mean we we we're blessed to have like a like like a really really cool cool music scene and um you know having having yeah, everyone's support and supporting everyone else is it's it's really really cool um but um yeah you know in the in the end long term wise uh yeah you just gotta kind of uh reach out there you know i mean if you look at what volvedinia has done now it's 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 amazing it's really really such a such a big inspiration and uh you know i think i think if bands look at that that mindset you know in a in a musical and business perspective to try and achieve that end goal that's like where you where you're really gonna you know find out where where you can improve and where you can't yeah shit like i think that can be taken really really well it's like it, it's it's interesting to hear different artists like perspectives on this because everyone gives it falls on like one of two sides you know people like speak about the the bands themselves and also the fans themselves it, there, there's two sides to it there's two sides to the same coin mm. and they both they both play such a pivotal role in the community itself like the scene would be nothing without one or the other 
you know, like the, who would the bands play to if there were no fans and who would the fans listen to if there were no bands? Like it's, it's a two-way street in that sense. Yeah, I think luckily there's always going to be bands and people doing their thing, but it's it's yeah. obviously quite tricky these days without shows. There's no, it's definitely like a lack of energy to everything. Like you get the mm. stuff online, but you don't have that live feel to everything. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, like, you, I mean, we wouldn't be able, we wouldn't be able to do what we do if it wasn't for, you know, the scene that we have here and the the, the people that have come to come to local band shows and check everything out. You know, we we all started out somewhere, you know, and we all kind of have to um, get together and support each other. And that's, uh, that's a really big thing. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, I miss going to shows. I miss being at a show and watching yeah. bands. Like it's fun. It's weird to think that the last time I saw live music was like over a year ago. I mean, there are the events and stuff popping up now, but um, yeah, it's, it's obviously slow and steady up until I guess the point where it's it becomes more feasible. Yeah. But what, what I'm what I'm hoping for is is that once live music is back in full swing, is that people will be hungry for it. That people will be like, I haven't seen a band in like a year. I don't care who's yeah, playing. Gonna I'm gonna go. I don't care who's. Yeah. I don't care who's performing. I don't care what <laughs> genre it is. You know what subgenre it is. I want to fucking go. Like you know, I want to go have a jaw. I want to go listen to some music. I want to feel that kick in my chest and that noise. And that, that's yeah. what I'm hoping for is that people will like Durban has always been quiet in that regard. Like turn, like Durban is notorious for crowd turnout. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, obviously it's like Joburg and Durban will always be Joburg and Cape Town are like the, the flight destinations most of the time, especially like internationals come down and like, you guys always have to travel out to Joburg if you want to go watch like some of the Pretty stuff. Much. That's always a, a tricky one for the Derb scene. Yeah. I think the last big band because I'm I'm originally from Joburg, and a lot of the guys oh, yeah. that I speak to in the community from here, they're like the last big show was I think Bring Me the Horizon. Whoa. Oh, the Ramfest show. I think so. Yeah, that, that's the main one that people talk about. Is that that was the last oh, wow. <laughs> like big show where Bring Me the Horizon and Rise Against came through. Mm. And... Yeah, that was Rise Against one of my favorite bands. So to watch that live was insane. <laughs> Bring me was I didn't even check them. I was so bummed about that. Like I was so like it, it, it's funny because I wasn't as involved in the music scene as I as I am now, and like there were so many shows that I've missed of like artists who came through where I like I'm fanatical about these bands now, and like I kick myself for having missed the opportunity to see them live. <laughs> like, yeah, looking back, it's always such a bummer. Like, oh my god, how did I not know? How was I not aware? How my biggest not- regret like, is Billy Talent. Is like having missed Billy Talent. Oh. One of my three, you missed them all three times. <laughs> pretty much, dude. Pretty much. And well, yeah, three times. Yeah, I saw them the first time they came here. That was actually an amazing show. What? That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew that. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, have you guys done your 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 research on your <laughs> your socials? My socials. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can find us on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, TikTok <laughs> and Yahoo and Bing and Google. Um, what is our main link? I mean, yeah, Spotify and Bandcamp are our two main sources. Do you need actual links of this stuff? Yeah, where, yeah, where can people you... where, where can people find you? What would they have to search to find you guys? Uh, main thing is just to put peasant HC peasant HC for hardcore so peasant hardcore peasant hc and then you'll find all our stuff if you put um all, all together one word if you put that in online you'll find a, a link tree um to uh, everything and then our instagram and uh, youtube and everything you can think of spotify all that yeah so just peasant hc cool fantastic and you guys's website is also really handy for this too Hell yes uh, yeah. thanks to pete for hooking us up with all of that and being amazing in um, all that designing and yeah, he made Pete designs all the th- everything for us, art, everything and um, yeah, we all just um, hop him along and yeah. The Bandcamp link is one of the best ones because that's got all the the merch stuff as well. Mm. Yeah, our, our, our band our Bandcamp is where uh, you can find all our, our merch links and all that stuff as well. 
Yeah, we've got a few like old t-shirts and hoodies and stuff left and a new merch run coming out soon with with more coolest stuff. That's dope. Where can people find you guys personally? Like what sort of social, if you're running anything on the side as well? So we're in Burnham Road in Plumstead, if anyone wants to come with <laughs> Nah, he just docks us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll stay with Graham. <laughs> He's in the other room next to me. We I literally live with you know? Graham and we work together. And it's like, yeah, here's Andreas. Like, thanks. I don't, and he's saying this. <laughs> come, come find us. We're hanging at the McDonald's right now. <laughs> but what was the actual question? Where can you find us in real life? Uh, any Anything um, <laughs> on the social, internet. personal. <laughs> like- <laughs> If you log into uh, all the games we play, you'll find us online gaming. <laughs> oh, catch us on Discord. <laughs> yeah, catch us. Actually, there is actually, actually something Discord. cool to cool to um, cool to shout out is the um, the Capton Hardcore Discord group. There you can um, you can find everyone that um, is um, I don't know doing games online, promoting their own music. Uh, yeah, so check out the yeah. Cape Town Discord Hardcore. Various different rooms. We, in there. I'll check that out as well. Yeah, there's I'll there's gaming you. rooms, there's live, uh, you know, there's memes, there's all memes, the live clips, the, users the, networking, local the, bands, <laughs> new release, band recommendations, yeah. general chat, all of the above. Yeah, try to anyone can join, anyone can post anything. Obviously, that's uh, relevant to what the group's uh, channels are, and yeah, it's it's cool thing for us to get together and chat and chill, whatever. That's dope. That's dope. That's uh, you're the first brand that's brought up a Discord. Like it actually like it and like the hundred and something artists that we've interviewed, you're literally the first band to be like, join our Discord. Yeah, so it's something Peter they created. It's not really like directly associated with the band, it's just for like anyone in the the community to in that sort of not exclusively like, games down, and metal, like, like <laughs> it works very well together. <laughs> I'm currently addicted to Apex, so yes, I can understand. Like Oh, you get along with Graham. Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's your main, oh, Actually, bro? I haven't been playing. <laughs> Wraith. Toxic Wraith, bro. Toxic oh, Wraith. sweaty Wraith. Okay. okay. I, like, I like Caustic, man. Caustic is for pretty cool. No, I think I have my most skills with Caustic. Like, uh, Wraith Oof, was man, just cool leaving those canisters. <laughs> just leaving those canisters and most people running to them. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, now they nerfed the fuck out of him. So him and... Wraith are just shitty, and so now I just run around with Octane and the escape artist. It's a resident crackhead. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I feel like when I'm playing drums, just like ah, crack, pulling off my leg casually, you know. <laughs> nice. That's no, right. Yeah, you find like a lot of the metal dudes are all into the gaming stuff as well. Yeah, that that, that is a very very true actually. Like. <laughs> Whenever no. I played games, I used to use band names and stuff to be like, oh, rad, rad. I know that band. I know that band. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Now, in, in closing, I just wanted to, you guys have any like, shout outs to anyone in specific who, you know, just to say thank you for anything or just, yeah, any, anything really. Thanks to my mom and dad. Love you, mom and dad. I'll probably never listen to this. <laughs> Yeah, just to uh, anyone that's, um, I mean, supported the band, supported Peasant, uh, and uh, coming out to shows, and uh, you know, getting into our music and buying some of the stuff. Yeah, big thank you to everyone, man. Also, the, all the bands we've, that we've collabed with, and uh, yeah, for people in the scene um, interviewing us and getting, you know, uh, people our, keeping shit alive right now, which is yeah, probably the most alive. important thing because we want something yeah. to come back to. And while everything's kind of dead and buried, I mean, we've lost quite a few venues which is a bummer as well like i don't know which venues are actually left these days which sucks <laughs> yeah so thank you so everyone much for... keeping keeping it alive yeah thank you so much for having us on board and doing stuff like this it's uh you know it's it's cool to to know that uh people still care and it's it's awesome that guys yeah, keeping dope. it sludgy and underground yeah <laughs> that's that is that is our new slogan like <laughs> sludgy <laughs> Guys, yeah, if you ever need a voiceover blast. artist, we got you. <laughs> Guys, it's been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with us. And yeah, shit, I'm really, I'm oh. really stoked. I can't wait for the rest of this EP. It will be out by the time that this goes up. So, <laughs> yeah. future me will be even more stoked. And yeah. 
Yeah, so you can find Sludge Underground on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Check us out on Facebook. It is just Sludge Underground uh, on Instagram, which is Sludge031. And then Twitter, which is also the same, which is Sludge031. Find us, tweet us, talk to us. And yeah, it's been an absolute blast. Guys, thank you so much. Yeah, shout again for having us. Thank you so much. Saturday afternoon. By the crack of the bell! Oh, 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 oh,